I mean, that was that was that was insane. I honestly thought we were gonna get another Malice the Palace. So did I. I thought that too. And well, I'm you could band, hear you could Detroit hear on the PA, 2.0. you could hear the announcers in the stadium being like, "Everybody stay in your seats. Everybody is because like." This is not a drill. We've been through this shit before. Yeah. Don't do it again. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, anybody, if anybody's go. equipped to handle this situation, <laughs> right? it's the Detroit Pistons. It's like, okay, we. this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Okay, you guys, sit down. Nobody move. Everybody stay where you are. We've been... It's a 25-year anniversary. We're ready for this shit. Uh... Like it is, it is. It, it, it's a, the fucking documentary came out this year. It's a fucking twenty five year anniversary of that shit or twenty year anniversary. Un- like unbelievable. That's like holy I didn't shit. Even, I didn't even fucking put that connection this, together. This is like the that twenty is... twenty year anniversary season of that shit. Like they're ready. They're like, hey, 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 this is not a drill. We've done this before. Remember your places. So like I was saying, I haven't showered today. I don't. I'm still wearing the same. I'm still wearing the same clothes that wore yesterday. I that is like I I remember. To, I was talking to my therapist about this like. Cause I had to go into the office last week for just like some quick stuff, and so I had to I had to get dressed. And I got to the office and I was just like, oh, I feel sexy today. It's like something different about me. And I was just like, oh, I'm wearing underwear. This is huge. This is a big day for me. I'm, oh, I'm when I'm at home. Okay, I saw this on Twitter the other day, and I have to ask, like at home, I never wear underwear. Is that like that's where you? No, it's I not. Wear, I wear underwear every day. Why would I wear underwear at home? Where am I going? What am I doing? You wear pants? Yeah. No, you're not. Because you know why you're not? Because you're my Puerto Rican Pooh Bear. You're out there with no fucking pants on. Listen, I rock a commando. Why am I going to dirty underwear? I'm not going out. Well, but if you're not dirty in your underwear, you're just like getting your asshole on your jeans. Yeah, Yeah, man. Like, here's the thing, man. I wear my pants. Like, I I don't. I wear my pants like three times before washing them. That goes for all pants. Unless I do like something that's going to get them like egregiously dirty. And I'm not trying to like rub my stanky ass all up in my 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 jeans or my. I mean, well, not jeans because I just wear like joggers and stuff at home all day long. But dude, I like I I like the underwear, man. I like the like uh, you know. Here's a question. When you do wear underwear, are you a boxers, a briefs, or a boxer briefs guy? I am. Uh, fuck, briefs. No briefs. 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 Yeah. Wait, brief like straight up briefs. Like we're talking like the boxer like, briefs. Ba- basically, boxer okay, briefs. yeah. Okay, yes. I was like, yes. I, was like, I couldn't remember like the, the difference. I couldn't like remember the, the difference yeah. for a second. Yes. Boxer, yeah. boxer briefs. Boxer have are like been shorts, pretty much. Yes, and, briefs are the dun- briefs uh, dun- are dun- like, yeah, dun- yeah. Dun- yeah. Dun- it's, it's like a speedo, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like what my father wears, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say I had to. I we had to like have a very real conversation with our father a couple years ago. We're like, hey man, enough is enough. They've got better underwear now. Get rid of that bullshit disgusting you like got a grown man ass diaper and the thing is like with the with the briefs they're always white like there's just no like there's there's so many other colors you oh you just go with white with the one that stains the most easily with your with your disgusting poop shoot fucking <laughs> leaving stains all i don't understand it Speaking white of. is the, the fucking brief of choice that's insane speaking that's of i got a i i did i bought a bidet Mm-hmm. So nice. Tell me more. I used one, dude. Did I tell you about the first time I, I, I have used not, one in LA? I have not. I have not hooked it up yet, but it is the kind that you can control the temperature of the water, dude. Um, very easy to set up. I just haven't Game had. Uh, I just haven't haven't like put the time to. I, I got it. I got it shortly before. I did not spend a lot of time at my own apartment last week, so I bought it before, and then I humble came brag. home. So hum- humble brag. Um, Jesus. Uh, the first time I used a bidet, the first time I used a bidet was at Major Domo in LA, which is a Korean restaurant, but they had exclusively Japanese toilets. And boy, 
oh boy, I got a hemorrhoid that day. I did not want to get off the toilet. It was glorious. It was warm. You could control the temperature. You could control the pressure. You could get, you could heat the seat before you started doing your business. It was unbelievable. My butt's never been cleaner ever. This is, this is the argument I always make, man. If you got literal human shit on your arm, you wouldn't take a piece of toilet paper, wipe that off and say, (laughs) well, it's clean. No, you'd fucking scrub that with soap and water. Why do we do that with what is arguably the, I mean, not arguably, it is the dirtiest part of your body. Like, why don't we, why don't we wash it? Right. And well, let's not forget, like most men, I would say 98% of men have a shag carpet down there as well. So you're basically just smearing smearing fucking (laughs) peanut butter around Uh, your butthole. I, I do. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I got, like, I got a hairy butt, man. Like, every, I mean, that's, everybody's got a hairy butt. You I mean, I would do that shit. I, I, I have, I will, I'm just going to come clean on the podcast. <laughs> I have, on no less than four separate occasions, made appointments <laughs> to get it waxed. And I have backed out on all of them. I have yet to do it. <laughs> but I've come close. Come close. Oh, you can't man. you can't shave it. You can't yeah. shave it because like when the stubble grows back, like that's gonna be it's un- not good. It's not so, good, and the risk God. is just not worth the reward. Yeah, like so the risk I'm, for nicking yourself is not worth it. I'm just like I'm like I, I gotta wax it. But I, I think I about to, this constantly. I, I constantly. Yeah, I don't man. think I, I ever made four think about any of this. <laughs> no, and you're hairy. I know your butthole is hairy. I've never even seen your butthole, but I know. I just look at your face and I'm like, I can't even imagine what that butthole looks like. <laughs> I got, I got, I got. I'm like hairy on the front, and then I got nothing on the back. But the back is Same. more. The back, the back is more jarring because it's like it's like completely clean, and then you hit my butt, and it's like fucking. <laughs> The rainforest down there, you know what I mean? There's a lot going on. It looks like the kid from Jumanji. <laughs> Just <laughs> much. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, wow. And with that, welcome to the You can nobody can ever say we're not the most transparent podcast in America. Oh, 100%. Yes. We have nothing to hide, people. Oh my god. That was That was nice. That was a good opening. Welcome to NBA. The podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. But mostly we just talk shit. I'm your host, Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Isaiah Beef Stewart. And uh, got my co-host, my brother from the same mother. Hey, it's me, Jay, a.k.a. Luke Wallet weighs a ton, but not no more because no. he got fired. <laughs> yeah. His dad got money. I mean, he's still, get, he's still getting that. I so. know. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Um, he also had like a 13-year NBA career, so I think he'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, and he'll probably and a and a, a, and a father who has uh, was yep. a, had a long NBA career and has been a broadcaster for decades. So I, I think I think the Walton family, from a financial standpoint, is probably doing okay. Are we going to start mean, getting? You mean the wall? It weighs a ton, family. Are we going to start getting Walton Wednesdays? Like they got the Manning brothers on Monday night football. Now we're going to have let's do Walton. it. <laughs> Just Bill. I mean, Luke. we know we know that Bill smokes weed. I would assume Luke also smokes. He weed. smokes peyote, man. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Like, it's a little. There's something more. It's it's not just Nikki smokes weed. Little microdosing. Nikki, peyote. Nikki Nikki smokes weed. Uh, Bill Walton injects himself with hash oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that comment was made by our brother with less melanin. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Tad, uh, aka Cole. Hands all over me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I didn't that have works. one. That so, works. You know, I was gonna. I was gonna go with a tried and true Michael all of the candy, but mm. uh, not today. No, I wanted. To, I wanted to see if I could just rip one off the, the top of the dome. You That's what it. you got. So, which is better than one time I said CJ McCall on my face. So, yeah, that's uh, true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man! Uh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. I'm glad we pushed this till today, and that I we uh, you guys are letting me be on here. Yeah, so. it's good. Sure. No, I, I think we're having a good day. I tried to watch the Bulls game. Uh, I mean, I got to watch it, but it, and I watched the entire thing, but it nah, was. That was a mistake. Oof, my goof. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, but, anyways, that's not the game I wanted to talk about. The first game I want to talk about is based off of Nikila's random stack quiz. <laughs> Did you say based off of? Is this is your game based off of? A, if, are there games based off of Nikki's? No, no, no. Random my quiz, my quiz is based off of a game that took place the same day. The same day, mm. yes. Um, what was it? that day? Was November twenty first? The Detroit Pistons lost to the Los Angeles Lakers, but Cade, Cade Cunningham became the youngest Detroit Pistons player to get a triple double. He had thirteen, twelve, and ten. It's not the youngest all time. The youngest all time was last season. Lamelo Ball did it. Oh, not last season. Yeah, last. Uh, yeah, 2021, last season, Momelo Ball did it at the age of 19. But I want to know, who is the oldest player to ever get a triple-double in the Ooh, NBA? Ooh, I like that question. That's a really good question. Oldest player to record, I'm assuming, so here's just as a clarifying question. Is it to record their first triple-double or the oldest player to record a triple-double? Record a triple-double. So mm-hmm. Kate Cunningham became the, the youngest player to record a triple-double for the Pistons, beating out Isaiah Thomas. But the youngest all time at 19 was, years of age was Lamelo last year, and I think before that it was actually Lonzo. I think Lonzo was the youngest, and then his brother um, beat him. The one before that was Markel Fultz. Oh, that's right. But they did it yes. in the same season. That's why. Yeah, and yeah, and Doncic did it as well. Doncic is on this list a few times for youngest. Interesting. I'm 99.9% sure I know the answer to this question. All right, then Jay. Will I'm going to let Jay go first. I'm going to let Jay go first. Oldest so player, first, but I'm I'm almost 100 positive that I know the answer to this question, and it's oldest. because I saw this not not like recently, recently, but like a year or two ago, I saw this randomly on like the NBA Reddit or something. I could be wrong, but I think I know this answer. Oldest player to record a triple double, huh? LeBron, LeBron, and this current season, what was he 37? I guess. 38? 38? No, he's 36. Oh, okay, sure. Whatever. Fuck me. Sorry. I didn't know. <sighs> Chris, yeah, let's just go with LeBron. That feels wrong, but I'm going for it. Okay. And Tad, you're going for? Carl Malone. Ding, ding, ding. At 40 years of age. Boom. Let's go. 40? 40 years. He had a triple-double yeah. at 40? Hold yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers in the game against the Spurs. Wow. 40 years of age. In 26 minutes played. He got 10 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. I know that because I was reading something like a year or two ago, and it was basically like a breakdown of how like that Lakers team should have been better than they were because even at 40, like Carl Malone was still doing it and like Gary Payton wasn't totally washed up. Um, and somebody commented on it randomly that was like Carl Malone recorded a triple double. And I was like, it's got like I was like, it's gotta be him. Or my second guess would have well, no, fuck who? I don't. I don't even I know could, who else I would have guessed. Yeah, I could, like I LeBron. Place all time. 
I, LeBron's my, not on this only, list. The only other person I could think of was like Chris Paul. That was the Chris only person Paul that came to mind. Is not Tim on Duncan? This list yet. That's his John- second place. Wait, really? In, yep. <laughs> that was just a shot in the dark. December that was 5th, just a full on like. 14 in 36 minutes played. He had 14, 10, and 10 at the age of 38. <laughs> Tim well, Duncan. Tim Duncan was Stockton just a pick. Tim, Tim Duncan was my guess because Tim Duncan was old in his rookie season. So I was just like, when I like when I think of like players who played when they were old, I think of Tim Duncan. And like Tim Duncan was a guy who like I thought was old in his 2006, 2007 season, and the guy played like ten more years after that. So uh, that was just a full on shot. That's uh, wow. Hey, look at me. I know my yeah, stuff. Hey, to, I'm two and it's it's two. I'm two and three against you now. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. Bam, and that was it. And let's just go straight over to that actually a little bit because Cade Cunningham. Not only did he um, get a triple double against the Lakers in that game, he also uh, laid a really good block on his teammate Isaiah Stewart as he ran towards LeBron because LeBron smacked him in the face during a free throw, not on purpose. It was you know sort of like a move my accident but he smacked him pretty good and he started bleeding and isaiah got really mad they got a little chippy both players were ejected from the game uh lebron james was suspended for one game the game today against the new york knicks and then isaiah stewart was suspended for two games and then they were both fined uh i don't remember how much though I, I believe Isaiah Stewart got fined 950k, which is like half of his salary for this season. So is that true? That is absurd. That's an absurd amount of money. I mean, wow, 950k. That's I'm insane. Gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find it. I, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember how much it was. And this is one of those situations where none of his teammates are gonna be like, "We got you, bro." There's no fucking way. There's no way. They all tried to stop him. Like yep. this is crazy. It was the first uh, ever suspension from LeBron James ever, which led to a stat I learned today from while watching the game before we started. Today against the New York Knicks is now the 69th time LeBron James has missed a game uh, as a Laker. Wow, that's a yeah, that's a lot. Wow, 69 games. 69. I know that one season he basically missed the entirety of it, so like that makes sense. Oh, you know, but he was out a lot last season too, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Wow. 69 games. 900. Wow. Confirm that, Tag, because that is blowing I, I, my I'm, I'm mind. trying to. That is blowing my mind. That's so much money. Oh, yeah. That'd be a lot of fucking money. That is, I mean, maybe that's, that's like. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's not. That, it that's, could be I flipped. That could be the amount that LeBron owns. I no, can't. But even so then, the why would you. The suspension will cost LeBron $284,000 and Isaiah Stewart $45,201. But I thought I saw somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe wow. I saw something that was like they could wow. find him up to that amount. They're finding uh, LeBron more. I wonder if it's like just a percentage of it's, salary. It's because of, of salary. salary. Ah, okay. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it wouldn't be fair to be like, hey, Isaiah Stewart, you got to pay more than LeBron James when LeBron James makes $40 million a year. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so it's both, percentage of salary. Both, that's good. Yeah, just percentage of their salary. I love that. That's Speaking a very that's 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 a very liberal way to uh, to handle it's the science. It's a socialist way. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of... Yeah. Uh, you make more, we'll take more. Speaking of LeBron making $40 million a year. And I know this isn't the topic of conversation, so I just want to put put this out there. John Wall is the second highest paid player in the NBA this season, and he's not going to play a single game. And I just want to say, shout out to you, John Wall, for an all-time finesse job. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna get paid. He didn't pay himself that money. The Wizards' terrible front office did. Shout out Ernie Grunfeld. Yeah, son. (laughs) 
Um, uh, anyway, yeah. so LeBron definitely punched him in the face on purpose. So it's interesting you say that because, like, I don't disagree with you. It was definitely a dirty play, 100%. Like, he went for, he went for, like, a punch. I don't. I don't think that because if you read the reports, like he was asking people for a dude's number so that he could reach out to him after the game and apologize. So like, and he even went over to apologize when he realized where he hit him. Like he literally, you could watch the replay and you see him walk over and be like, fuck my bad. Like while I don't deny that it was a dirty hit and LeBron intentionally went to hit him. um, Like throughout an NBA game, shit happens. So like, these are the types of things that happen. Like one of them was hitting each other early in the game. Like there's always some of those things, but like, yeah, I don't know. He definitely intentionally hit him. There's no doubt about it. Uh, was he really apologetic for it? Or was he like, Oh fuck. I just punched this dude in the face on national television. I better That's probably it too. Yeah. That's probably it too. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't uh, disagree. Cause LeBron looked pissed when it was happening. Like when he was getting blocked out on that play, it looked like yeah. he was like, yo, fuck yeah. this Ooh, motherfucker. Man. Who does he think he is? I'm LeBron. Right. I, my thought was like I thought he was trying to like kind of like hit him maybe like in the arm or like the chest a little bit and he just swung high and hit him in the face. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as when Ron Artest like straight up fucking clocked uh, James, James Harden. Harden with the elbow. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, I like it was clearly like he was trying to ensue contact. I don't know that he was intention, intentionally looking to hit him in the face. And then when he realized he hit him in the face, like oh fuck shit, yeah. that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, Shaq said it best too. When he was like, somebody hits you like that, you got to either hit somebody back or you got to at least act like you want to hit somebody. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, that was, that was, that was insane. I honestly thought we were going to get another Malice to the Palace. So did I. I thought that too. Well, you could hear, you could hear on the PA, you could hear the announcers in the stadium being like, everybody stay in your seats. Everybody is safe. Cause it's like. This is not a drill. We've been through this shit before. Don't yeah. do it again. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, anybody, if anybody's go. equipped to handle this situation, it's Detroit Pistons. It's like, okay, we. this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Okay, you guys, sit down. Nobody move. Everybody stay where you are. We've been... It's a 25-year anniversary. We're ready for this shit. Uh, like, <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, it's a, the fucking documentary came out this year. It's a fucking 25-year anniversary of that shit. Or 20-year anniversary. Un- like, unbelievable. That's like, holy shit. I didn't even fucking put that connection this, together. This is like that the 20, is... 20 year anniversary season of that shit. Like they're ready. They're like, hey, 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 this is not a drill. We've done this before. Remember <laughs> your places. The best part of it all was uh, was Russ squaring up. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then I was... Nikki, I think you sent us the post on on Instagram afterwards when he was like reading his stat line. He's like, wait, I got a tech. Yeah, I got a tech. Why are you? Yo, say, Russ, I... Russ killed me this last week because oh, that's what I wanted to put on the rundown. He killed me this week because of that comment, but also when he called it the Crip Arena. When he called it the Crip Arena, I oh, nearly yeah. shit my pants. I'm like, yo, this dude used to fuck with Nipsey. Like, this is this is speaking his language. He's like, hell yeah, the Crip Arena, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, he he's a very playing, very, we're playing very basketball. Funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> Matt would have got that one. Matt would have appreciated oh, that. Shout out, to, shout, out to, shout out to Fat Reed. Fat Reed would have appreciated oh. that. We're playing with basketball mm. now. Uh, oh god. <laughs> Would you miss the ball one, dude? It's casket call. Oh, casket call. Yeah. Come on, Damn it. man. I always fuck those up. It's hard when there's two bees. It's hard. Oh, man. Uh, oh, fucking Custers. Yeah, that was, I mean, the thing is, had I not seen Malice in the Palace, I would be like, that's the most preposterous thing I've ever seen. But like, dude, I yeah. was still just like, what in the fuck, dude? I mean, like, he, he just kept, I, he just kept he going back for going. more. He was not. And I think to some extent it was like when he saw how much blood was actually coming out of his face, he was like, 
yo, fuck this dude. This dude made me bleed. Like, this he is was, not yeah. okay. He was like, seeing red, literally. literally. No. Yes. Boo. Yes. <laughs> Boo. But yes, I mean, dude, the way he, like, he, like, doubled down on it and, like, charged the second time around, he's like, all right, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And he's, like, walking around, he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> dude, did you guys see the cop? Did you see the cop that, like, just literally, like, put put the arm out and just like let him go right past yeah they, uh, they, what are you gonna do a, man exa- yeah. exactly that's an executive it's a, it's decision they got like six foot nine Sorry, 240 pounds that. there's no way you're stopping that that's, dude that's no what was that, what was the crazier incident that happened last week this or the dude at the king's game throwing up on at the court side oh god just full-on hurling on the court that was so gross that's the, most, that's the most most king's thing of all time. Oh my god, like, I cannot believe that. Like you just watch and he's just like throwing up on himself, seeing himself throwing up on himself and just like oh. <laughs> it's just, it was so gross. Oh my god. I forgot god. who it was, but someone said he smiled at him afterwards. Dude, <laughs> I'm like, telling you, like you just watch the players and like a couple guys are like, Yo, okay, man, like just like threw I I have never been <laughs> I've never been that drunk. Where, you just where I'm just like, like sitting there throwing yourself. up on myself. He just sit like he didn't even have the wherewithal to be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna throw up. Like just sitting there and then like a baby. It's <laughs> <just>, like <laughs> disgusting. I've done the uh oh, I'm pretty fucking drunk, but it's kinda early in the night. Go outside, make myself throw up and be like, I'm back. Let's keep going. I'm back, baby. I have done I have done that. Or I well, I remember one time in college. I went to the bathroom, knocked it out, then went back out to the dance floor and just kept going. <laughs> just <laughs> got after it. You know, if you can rally, night. I mean, who, I can't do that yeah. anymore. I'm too no, old. God, no, God, no. That's not happening now. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah I don't was, know what was Jay, nice. Jay and I went here. out till 4 a.m. one night, and I was out of commission and for three days. Yeah, here's my here's my puke and rally story, and then we can move on to the next subject because it's actually a pretty good segue. Uh, went to a party, had a blast, had to go to work the next – literally in the morning – uh, cause, so I brought my clothes with me, um, threw up, took a nap, drove right to work. Hello, <laughs> USA. <Yeah. laughs> I, I got right back to it. I, I used to, it was when I worked at Target. So I went and I bought, I went straight in, bought a uh, little, uh, like to go packs of all of these different, like mouthwash <laughs> toothbrush. Oh, everything. Yeah. Went in really quick. Cause it was six in the morning and nobody else was around. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Boom, boom. Wash up. Walk away. And the reason that this is a good thing for a segue is because at that game that that guy puked, right afterwards, the hashtag Puke Walton came out. And that <laughs> news was abruptly stopped by the fact that Luke Walton was fired from the Sacramento Kings. Uh, let's talk a little bit of uh, Luke Walton firing. I'm going to say this right now. It, at this point, it kind of seemed like it was about time. He got the job because when he was with the Lakers, he was de- developing a lot of you know the young talent that was there. It was kind of working until they got they were like LeBron's coming through, you're gone. He got his job. You're expecting him to make this team of young players better, but that shit did not happen. So it makes sense he's fired. But Ted, let's see what, what's your thoughts. I mean, we've talked a lot about Luke Walton on this podcast and how poor of a job he's done in managing what talent might be a stretch to say he's had in Sacramento, but. Um, you have a you have a you have a young team that you should just be it, you should be it should be fun and gun man like that's what it should be fuck playing defense you don't need to play defense just score an ass load of points and just get into a track meet with your opponents every night um i was like weirdly high on the kings this year but he has done a bad job coaching that team they're like towards the bottom in pace they're towards the bottom in efficiency um 
the team doesn't have any sort of clear identity. Uh, yeah. They have just not been good. He's just not a good head coach. I mean, that's fine. He won a bunch of games as a Warriors head coach when Steve Kerr was out with a back injury. But, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> You're coaching uh, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. I'm pretty sure you could have inserted one of us in there, and we probably could have coached that team to a championship. I think, um, was before, I think that was the season that they went 73-10. and 10. I don't think that was the KD season, but nonetheless. I, uh, I think it was that season, but they. I think he also did a couple games with KD, I believe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Anyways, Let's, I uh, I'm Still, taking I, a look. I, yeah, I he, was there, he was there. He was there through 2016. So you are right. So I'm sorry. I, I do. I, uh, I I do. Um, I apologize. That was a mistake on, on my end. So that that did take a little bit of, of skill, obviously. To to he, I mean, he coached uh, a shitload of games that year, and they they won. Um, yeah, good amount. You know, they went 73 and, and nine. But um, yeah, I mean. Maybe he'll have another opportunity somewhere, but it's not going to be for a little. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think he's I done. I, I don't think he's going to just go into broadcasting like your dad, man. Like he just. I mean, he, he just. I don't. I don't think he like. I think he like. I think he's more akin to like an Alvin Gentry, which is ironic because Alvin Gentry is not the. Yeah, I, I was. Like, I was actually kind of thinking that myself, so I'm glad you said that because yeah. it is ironic that Alvin Gentry is the one. That he's like him. he's if if he gets another job, it's going to be short lived. He's like Alvin Gentry, Larry Drew, like these dudes who are like, well, they have high coaching experience, and you bring them in, they're like, ah, it's not really what we were looking for. Uh, like he, I don't, I think like at this point, he's probably done coaching in the NBA as a head coach. I think he'll definitely he like, or like a Mike Brown, he might get another assistant job, and like he'll just jump around like that. Um, I don't think he is a head coach in this league. I'd also say though that like he is also like the Lakers situation. In his first year there, that was the first Lonzo season. He's got him and Ingram and like Kuzma, and like they were like fun and scrappy, and they were kind of playing that Warriors style of offense and like moving around. But like they were young and they didn't really have much talent, and they they had a stretch there where like oh this is kind of a fun team, like this could be a fun team next year. Yeah. And then LeBron decides to go there, um, and then that whole thing just gets really wonky, and they get rid of him. Um, and so that was a weird situation. He gets canned. Um, mostly because LeBron didn't want in there. So he goes to Sacramento, lands on his feet pretty quickly. And in Sacramento, look, man, Sacramento has not been good since Chris Webber left and has been just an, a, an abomination of an organization since then. If they do not make the playoffs this year, they will have surpassed the Clippers for the longest uh, playoff drought in NBA history. I mean, and if you look at let's, – like, like, let's look at the, the Kings head coaching – hires slash like exits over the last couple of years. Mike Malone, who is now the coach of the Denver Nuggets and is a good NBA coach, was a good NBA coach and was actually coaching that team to success. So much though that Boogie actually liked playing for him, which he didn't like anybody. They kick his ass out. Then I forget who they bring in after him. Might've been Reggie Theus. Honestly, that was short lived. And then they bring in no, Dave Yeager. Uh, Mike, Mike Malone, Mike Malone was followed by uh what's that? Was dude? it Yeager? Uh, no, it was, um, Black dude, um, Tyrone Corbin. Oh, that's right, Tyrone and then, Corbin. And then, then they bring in Dave not, Yeager. No, you're missing. Nope. You're missing the snake in the grass, dude. George oh, Carl. oh, 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 George Carl. Yes, yes, yes. George Carl, who again, objectively good NBA coach, has had a lot of stops, has had some really good stops and some less than good stops. But like an objectively good NBA coach, they get rid of him. Then they bring in Dave Yeager. Dave Yeager actually brings that team to like the brink of the playoffs. Dave Yeager, good NBA coach problem child everywhere he goes caused troubles in in memphis causes trouble in sacramento they kick his ass out they bring in luke walton and 
not only if you look at the coaching just like carousel over the last couple years, but just like the player personnel. Like, dude, they just let Bogdan go last like two years ago. Like, they draft Marvin Bagley instead of fucking Luca. Like, they just made so many mistakes. Like, too many. You know, like they trade Boogie for basically just Buddy Healed, which is crazy. Like, none of the picks that they get. You know, a couple years ago they draft fucking George's Papianis when they already have Boogie like in the first round as a lottery pick. Like, they, they just took, made they took, so they took many Willie bonehead Cauley plays. Stein the year after they took fucking Demarcus Cousins. That's what I'm yep. saying. Like, that organization has just made so many bonehead decisions where it's like at some point you cannot continue to blame the coach when the organization as a whole is just it's totally. a disaster. I mean, the only good pick that they've made in recent years is the Aaron Fox and like De'Aaron Fox is fine but like that's all you have to show for the last like 10 years basically like yeah. minus Boogie and Boogie's gone so and like De'Aaron will probably be gone maybe I mean he just signed a massive extension and I don't know what I don't know how many people in the NBA are like clamoring for De'Aaron Fox I like I De'Aaron Fox true. as a player but I wouldn't I don't even think De'Aaron Fox is a top 15 point guard in the NBA mm. that might be like as high as he is like he's might he's might be might top be 15 in the NBA Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's it sucks. Guards. Yeah, he's having a he's having a down year for sure. Yes, he is having a down year. I I mean, I would pick Lonzo over him at this point. I understand oh, that. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Like the thing That's is, how off much of a terrible game last night? Too. Yeah, <laughs> dude, how, how much? How much of that though is like Lonzo has finally gotten into some good situations? Like De'Aaron Fox has to play for the fucking Kings. Like who the fuck wants to play for the Kings? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I also I think like where my point comes from on that though. Like I think like if if I'm building an NBA roster right now, like the skill set that De'Aaron Fox has versus the skill set that Lonzo has in today's NBA, I think Lonzo's skill set is more appealing than De'Aaron Fox's. Like. That's what I think. I think he's I a think, much better shooter, a much better passer, and a much better defender. I think in 10 years, there's a chance that the Sacramento Kings are the Seattle, whatever their new name is going to they be. They probably should be, man. Like, Kevin Johnson, you should have just let them leave. <laughs> like, I don't know why you felt the need to, like, save them. You should have just let them leave. Just, they're terrible. They're objectively terrible. I mean, it's a terrible because, organization. Because the, the city of Sacramento has quite literally nothing outside of the kings like yeah. you ever i'm gonna i'm gonna paraphrase um all-time bulls great joe noah when i say what's there to do in sacramento i don't ever hear anybody say i'm going on vacation to sacramento <laughs> so you know it's the capital man it's the capital of california yeah, the capital. Cool, of Illinois and Springfield, Springfield is the capital of Illinois. Yeah, like, but I don't hear anybody <laughs> saying I'd like to leave Chicago for fucking no Springfield. Man. Wait a minute, are you saying that Sacramento is the Springfield of California? Is that what you're saying? I mean, is it? It's kind kind of is, right? Yeah, it's it's little, little on the nose. Like, little on the nose. The uh, 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 Sacramento, as I'm I, as I just astutely looked up on Wikipedia, is the sixth largest um, city in uh, California. In, um, California. In California, and Springfield is the sixth most populous city no shit. in the state of Illinois. So, look, wow. just saying, Whoa. you draw your own conclusions. How do we know? Whoa. Hey, have you ever seen Sacramento and Springfield in the same uh, same room at the same time? No, no, we don't. We can't say definitively that they're not the same place. Well, I never thought about that way. Yeah, wow. that's geography with Tad. Congratulations, you guys all just got educated. <laughs> New segment. New segment. No, look, it sucks. Luke Walton. Isn't a the Kings really are just an situation. objective failure, but they're all bad. Right? I mean, that's what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, not and, a good and, coach and, at all, and you have to manage egos too. Like that Marvin Bagley situation has gotten out of hand, and it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. That one's bad. I mean, uh, I also feel like I don't think Buddy Hill wants to be there, right? They're trying to get rid of no, Tristan. Nobody does. Like, Tristan like Thompson every... is their locker room leader. 
Like, let that sink in. Their well, locker room leader why, is Tristan why Thompson. Even sign him. Like, why? Why is Tristan Thompson on any rosters right now? I, dude, I, it's just they are a failure. They are a failed franchise, and that's that's all there is to. They are never going to be good. Like, nope. at, the Clippers at least had the luxury of playing of of being in L.A. and then having getting bought by a guy who was like obsessed with wanting to win and that kind of thing. And like, maybe that could happen in Sacramento, but like. I don't think I so, man. It. Like I, I just they just make too many bad decisions, man. Like they should have traded Harrison Barnes last year when like when his his stock was uh high. trade stock was at the at its highest. They kept him into this season. He's been great this year. They better fucking trade him this year. Like Buddy Healed, they had an opportunity to trade Buddy Healed like to Philly, most likely, which we should talk about like the uh the uh hypothetical, theoretical, like uh, list that Philly put out there. Apparently, Daryl Morey saying that uh, Jeremy Grant out of Detroit and James Harden are their two top players, which is interesting to get uh, for Ben Simmons. So we'll yeah. see what happens with that. But you know, they could have gotten Buddy Heald for Ben Simmons. Like that would have been an actually decent trade. Like Buddy Heald and Darren Fox for Ben Simmons. Like fucking send it. But uh, anywho, yeah, I don't know. The Kings organization is a fucking. It's a, it's a joke. They've they've yeah. very much supplanted the Knicks. Like very much so. Yeah. Um. Well, here's a segue. What used to be a pretty trash organization is currently doing quite well. Last year, they made it to the finals, lost, but, you know, oh well. And after a 1-3 and three start, they have won uh, 13 in a row, I believe, and are now 14-3. and three. Yes, I am correct on that. The Phoenix yeah, Suns the are night. on a fucking roll. Uh, how do we feel about this team so far? I Man, those two teams at the top of... I think we talked about Phoenix going into the season, and obviously DeAndre Aiden was out for a little bit. Like he's gotten healthier. He played really well last night. I think he was like twenty-one and fourteen with like three blocks or something. Um, Devin Booker has been a steady presence for them all year. Chris Paul continues to do Chris Paul stuff, even though he's definitely having a down shooting year relative to like his past seasons. It's just a good team. What I'm glad is that they got past the Robert Sarver stuff, and they're just playing. They're playing. They're playing well. They're look. This is a this is a team that made it to the championship last year. They've got a window. Like they could go back. Like. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd be interested to hear your guys' opinion, like, between them and, and the Warriors. Like, who really is the favorite in the Western Conference? I, like, I think say it might the be Suns, the Warriors. But, but my heart says the Warriors. I think it's the Warriors, too. I really do. Also, what a, what a Western Conference final would that be? Warriors-Suns. That'd be a I'd blast. I'd, I'd actually I'd be very, that. very, very into, into watching that. Because that means, it's, yet again, Chris Paul has to get through Steph Curry. I know that yeah, we're supposed it. to be talking about the Suns right now, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't say this about the Warriors. It is hilarious how a team that went to four consecutive finals and how we were getting so tired of fucking watching them play the Cavs in the finals, they fell off for a couple of years, and suddenly now people are like, yeah, like they're, I, like, I'm it like really kind is. of rooting really for is. them. I'm like, really you know, and like, like once shit. upon a time, I was like, fuck these guys. Like, I, I don't think, want, I, I think the reason is like this team, this team reminds people, and again, we're supposed to be talking about the Suns, but this team reminds people of the 15, 16 team. Yeah. Like where they weren't supposed to be this good, and yet they are, and they're fun to watch because Steph Curry is. Steph Curry. the leading MVP candidate right now like it's just he's just playing at a, at a at like in a way that is fun but they're not this like gladiator you know gigantor like monster you know favorite in the western conference and it's just more akin to those original teams like the young clay draymond teams where you're yes. just like this team is fucking fun like they don't like besides Steph like they don't have any stars like well, they're just a team and that's there's what also kind love. of like there's a little bit of the narrative that I think there's a little bit of the narrative of like 
you know, people were writing them off. They were like, oh, well, the super team's gone. The dynasty's over. And uh, Steph basically just came out and was like, the fuck? Y'all forgot? Yeah. And then he's just coming out just, like, killing people, man. The, and, the baby and he showed, assassin. he showed glimpses of it last year. Last year we were saying, like, we had thoughts of him maybe getting MVP votes because, like, he was fucking going off last year, but there was no one else on that team. But, like... He's yeah. playing well. I mean, he Draymond's almost got them in the playoffs. Of, yeah. You're Draymond's absolutely right. playing out of his mind. Yet again, Draymond's playing very well. He attributes to the fact that his kids are getting older, and they'd say that they don't remember him being good at basketball. So he's like, personally. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. And now he's that. fighting for it. Um, also, um, uh, Jordan Poole stepped it up this year. He's had a, a very big jump. Like, their teams, and they're also playing great D. They're top three in D and offense right now in the season. Yeah, that's, they're incredible. Like, but getting back great. to the Suns, like. Yes, correct. The Suns. Yeah. I mean, look, the Suns, like, they loaded up on some decent, like, the biggest, um, the biggest, like, missing link to this team during the playoffs last year, and, and it came out during a series of the Bucks, is like, they just didn't have a backup center. So they go out and get JaVale McGee. Um, you know, they kept the majority of their core. You know, they brought in Landry Shamet, which is, you know, just like another guy who can stretch the floor, even though Landry Shamet's been kind of like hot and cold the last couple of years. Like when he was in Philly, they're like, holy shit, Landry Shamet. Then he goes to the Clippers, you're like, oh, he's pretty good. And then he goes to Brooklyn, you're like, yeah, is Landry Shamet good at basketball? I can't remember. Uh, now he's in Phoenix, like, you know, he's helping them stretch the floor or whatnot. But the majority of the core of the team that, ma- that made the finals run last year is intact. They've locked up everybody except for Aiton. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, Aiton's playing for a contract now. And I think they've, they see an opportunity to get back to the finals and like, fuck 13 in games, 13 games in a row is no, like that's no, you can't sniff at that, man. Like it's, it's really impressive. And you know, yeah. they continue to play the way that they played last year. There's, you know, good defense, you know, strong offense, driving the offense through Devin Booker. Like I love it, man. I I love that the West is like this. uh Yeah. Like this, it's just really competitive. Like I really, the entirety of the NBA, I think like the top specifically of the NBA is just like, extra extra competitive um as it pertains to like yeah like the top tier i mean the clippers are probably going to fall off eventually we talked about that a couple weeks ago but uh yeah man the top of that uh top of that western conference is tough 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 i mean look man here's the deal they're third in defensive rating they're seventh in offensive rating they're fourth in srs which is the simple rating system for those of you that don't know and that is point differential uh versus strength of schedule um so that's pretty fucking impressive um and uh yeah net rating is plus seven so they're fourth of 30 in that category they play good defense man i we've actually seen this shift now that teams are are able to play a little more physical defense we've seen this kind of shift into a more defensive focused nba um and they're not they're not uh they're not particularly like you know like they 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 they're not one-dimensional, that's what I'm trying to say, um, because their offensive rating is high, their defensive rating is high, but they're also fifth in pace. So it's not like they're, you know, playing these grinded-out games. Like, they're beating you on the defensive end and then absolutely just, like, <clears throat> crushing you on the offensive end. And they're they're still running this, like, flashy, fun offense. They have a ton of guys who are playing extremely well. Um, you know, Mikhail Bridges is, is kind of playing similar to what he was doing last year, but he's been a nice complimentary piece to, to Devin Booker, um, who's, you know, having, um, I hate to say a guy averages 22 points a game is having a down season, but like, you know, relative. a little da- little more down to earth relatively to like what he's doing. But Chris Paul is out there getting 14 and 10 on a nightly basis. DeAndre Ayton playing pretty much around like what his career averages are. Um, 
They're a good team, man. They're fun. If like they're a league pass darling of mine. Like I, I watch them frequently on on league pass. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's I don't know. There's something. There's this is another team that like they're kind of just fun to root for. I don't I don't know what it is about them, but like they are a team that is fun to root for. And I don't know if maybe Chris Paul has cooled off in his his old age if he's uh you know not being so much uh, like dad like he was you know in in his his other career stops but like hasn't seemed to more more like he hasn't worn out his welcome there yet the young guys are still bought in and like you yeah. know like he's been a good leader for that team they're good they're uh i mean they're fucking well coached man like we've talked yeah. about monty williams ad nauseum on this podcast but like monty williams is a premier head coach who doesn't get enough respect and doesn't certainly does not get the respect that he deserves but yeah man shout out monty williams i like that guy a lot i like yeah. the sons they're fun to watch fucking Buy league pass and watch the Suns. Do yourself a favor. Or like he got. I mean, like everybody knew Monty Williams was a good coach when he was in New Orleans, but he got the fucking shit under the stick from that fucking organization. So yeah. like, well, whatever. That's what are you gonna do? Shit ass organization that is not doing a great job, oh, and probably could move and do better. If the Kings don't move, then New Orleans probably heads up to Seattle. That's uh, yeah. One, one of them have to go. One that's of them. Are the Kings worse than the Pelicans? Uh, record wise, or like as an organization? Right now, gut instinct, are the Kings worse than the Pelicans? No. It, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. It's hard to argue that they're not a worse organization Wait, here, than the here's, Pelicans. Here's what I'm saying. In this moment, right now, would you rather, if you, if you uh, gun to your head, you have to root for the Kings or the Pelicans. Who do you want to root for? Pelicans. 100%. Yeah, same. Yeah, 100%. Same. I'm not even, same. yeah, it's not even a question. because I get It's to not root close. For Zion. Yeah, it's yeah, not I get close. To root for Zion. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, because, yeah, no. <laughs> no. And, like, and, and that, and I, keep that in mind that I am saying that with the caveat that I would have to root for Brandon fucking Ingram. Yeah. <laughs> I who want you, to like who him. You, so. Who you walked back on. I did, and then I've, I, I came, I can't, I can't like him. I've tried. I've tried he's so been, hard. He's been, he's been hurt this whole year. Yeah, he's been oh, injured. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's really, I, I, I don't have so much of a criticism of him as a, as a, as a player. I just don't like him. I don't know why. <laughs> Like this, Brandon Ingram didn't like slight me or like question right. my family's honor or you know anything. No, of, no, of that no nature. bad. I don't think that I could. Um, I don't know that there's ever been any bad press on Brandon Ingram. No. Yeah, I just don't like him, man. I, I don't just, know. I, I don't know I don't. anything about him. I, I I'll tell you what it he is. I think he's, I, I'll say that. he yeah. he masquerades as a top tier player of which he is not. People are high on him for whatever reason, and I have been vehemently against that. He's and I think Brandon kidding. Ingram is a fine basketball player, but he is. Oh, he's fine. I don't know. I just don't like him. Not a fan. Sorry. I think Brandon at this Ingram. point in his career, I know you listen to this, buddy. So you know, if you want to uh, talk this out, I'm 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 yeah, not willing to do free. so because you're a giant man and you scare me. But uh, and <laughs> I mean, I'm a coward. If so I'm being honest, um, dude, I think his thighs are like the size of your forearms. He is not. A, yeah. <laughs> the concerning part here is the fact that Brandon <laughs> that Ingram's reach, arm is about as long as my entire body, yeah, and is. I don't think that I would be able to fend him off. Um, yeah, I would like, need. Uh, yeah. I would need a firearm to fight Brandon Ingram. Like you, I, I, you can't give me like a baseball bat or a sword or anything. Like I need, I need something that's going to keep him at a safe distance. And the only thing I can think of is a fired projectile of some sort. So, I mean, hell you give me a slingshot. We have a David and Goliath situation here. I don't know. Brandon Ingram is like Dalsim from uh, street fighter. They got the stretchy (laughs) arms. Excellent comparison. Yeah. And I'm more like, um, Who's the Blanca? You know the little um, beast the troll man. man. Sure, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah that, was, that is 
like <laughs> undeniably perfect <laughs> undeniably perfect uh, right, perfect. green troll looking guy love it yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to talk about nate mcmillan Nate the 19th winning is head coach in the NBA. He's moved into the top 20, baby. There's another guy, Nate McMillan. Love him. Don't know why. Don't. It's like Brandon Ingram. Hate him. Don't know why. Nate McMillan. Love him. Don't know why. But I love him. Think he's a good coach. Think he's not gotten a, as much love as he uh, as he deserves. Uh, the looking at the list of all-time winningest NBA coaches though is a is really interesting. Like you got fucking Don Nelson who never won a title or really did anything of, of note. Real, I guess he took the no. That was George Carl. So never mind. Like at the uh, at the at the top of the the, the list, um, the, it was just really interesting to see the the names on that uh, on that list. And I'd also I like mean, to give a special shout out to Rudy Tomjanovich, whose name I tried to work into an AKA this week and couldn't think of anything. So he's not on the list. I just wanted to give him a shout out. I it is true like though. Like when you look at that list, there's a lot of coaches who like. Or good coaches. I mean, you would they wouldn't ha- they wouldn't be on that list if they weren't because the only way to get on that list is to be a long tenured coach, yeah. right? So like they were good enough to be long tenured, but many of them bounced around multiple teams. Like Lenny Wilkins was the winningest head coach in, in NBA history for a really long time um, because he was just such like he was just a, a head coach for so fucking long, like so long. Um. Yeah, and then you guys, you have like guys like Don Nelson, but then you have guys like Pop, who is. Uh, I heard a stat the other day that so Pop. Oh, here's a fun question for you guys. Pop has to win 22 more games this year to exceed the all-time NBA head coaching wins record. You think he's gonna get there this year with this team? I like, are they gonna win another 22 games? That's 26 wins. I think this. This. I, I think so too. Wins. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. maybe because I think they're not they good. Get, I think they can get like 30. They're not good. I'm not saying they're going to win a bunch. I'm just saying they. I think he literally, he only, I think according to the podcast I was listening to the other day, which I think was released yesterday. uh, Yeah. 21. He needs, he needs 22 more wins to surpass it. Like what if he finishes the season at 21? He's like, fuck, you know what? Forget it. I gave it up. So he's tied for first. Yeah. So Greg Popovich strikes me as a guy who does not really give a shit about that. So he'd probably be like, Oh uh, wow. I'm tied for the most. That's impressive. Anyway, yeah, so I'm retiring. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Somebody asked him during an interview today. They were like, "How do you explain like without asking about the record?" They're like, "How do you explain like your your long track record of uh, uh, of success in the NBA?" He's like, "Well, uh, you know, you just kind of like draft Tim Duncan and and uh, kind of ride that for about twenty years, and then uh, <laughs> then you just like st- stick around because you don't get fired." And you 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 <laughs> architect hiring Tim Duncan, and then our partially behind the fire of the the firing of the previous coach and take over yourself and take all the glory i mean that's yeah. there it is it's i mean that is a true house of cards there way to go buddy. cold-blooded you man you yeah. did it. fucking greg frank underwood popovich right, right. There, you know? it's like when 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 the heat uh drafted fucking uh dwayne wade after one season of stan van gundy pat riley's like you know what i think i'm ready to come out of retirement i feel pretty good about this we got shack too so yeah we got shack right yeah. so yeah i'll, yeah. I'll come back i'll come back this. yeah let's do it stan <laughs> take a you know take a well-earned vacation yeah, take a beat take do a you, beat. Think, go back you can head up you can head upstate to fucking orlando <laughs> do you think brad stevens will do that if they if they get like a if they get good again he's gonna be like you know what i think i'm ready to come out of retirement this team looks good you know i fucking hope so i i hope 
that in the that that thirty eight year old man in a fourteen year old's body uh, is just turns out to be just like a maniacal backroom dealer. Like I just kind of want that. I, I want it to. I want it to turn out that like Brad Stevens he does is all just he does all the blooded. groundwork to like build a good team as as like the head of whatever the fuck he's doing over there now. I think he's the head of basketball, right? Yeah, I think he's the yeah. GM. Yeah, he's just like heading. He's just like making moves. He's gonna move a couple pieces, get some good stuff, and then just be like. All right, you know what? I think this is a good team. I'm gonna, <laughs> I like I'm gonna, what I did I'm here. I'm gonna take over again. Yeah, he, dude, that guy's like he's the John Mulaney of the NBA. He's just like never aging, just like child face forever. Um, yeah. Anywho, I think that's it for today. Then, so shout out Nate McMillan, which Nate is McMillan, yeah. and all of the other great coaches we've talked about. Of and, course, and you know, good luck, Luke Walton. Uh, let's hold it over, plugs. You can follow me on Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. And you can follow me at uh, J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. And if you're on TikTok, you can follow at Valley Ghostbusters. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. 